and it's good to see us all. And uh, I thank God that we're all good today. A new day is given us. And today, using scripture, I'm going to have four points that I'm going to get through. And uh, I'd like to get through, and it's on my heart all week about about the first point is about building each other up. The second point is stepping out of faith. The third point is helping one another. And the last one, that's a secret, so there's no at the end. Um, but please excuse me if you see my face go red, like a tomato. Don't worry, it's not going to blow up. Um, so the first, there's going to be a few scriptures that I'll be going in into. You can, you can follow if you just want. Um, but when, when we finish here today, I would encourage us to go home and to look at the scriptures ourselves and uh, I just pray that God will pray in your heart. Um, so the fourth scripture I'm going to go to is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.11. And it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. It's very important as a body to build each other up. And to give an example of that, you can picture a runner, you know, he's running, he's running a race. And halfway through the race, you know, his bones are aching. His muscles are born and he just feels like he can't go on. And a simple word of encouragement can just give him that, that last push of the line that he needs. And um, it's the same here. Through our, our week, you know, many of us get burned out from walking and from doing, from doing things in the world that, that we have to do. And at the end of all, you know, um, we get burned out, and a simple word of encouragement helps a brother, helps a sister to finish and builds them up. So, again, you can make someone's day by a simple word of encouragement. You know, at the end of the day, you don't know. All of us sitting here, you don't know our problems. And God could put on your heart just to go out to that person and just say, you know, I hope you have a good day. And uh, you could make that person's day and you wouldn't even know it. The second scripture I'm going to go to is uh, Ephesians. Oh, sorry, Galatians 6, 2. Galatians 6, 2. Carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, helping, helping, helping other, others in life to overcome obstacle, obstacles, sorry, it's going to be a different dictionary through me today, so <laughs> I'll try my best to pronounce the words. Um, overcoming obstacles in life, sometimes we do need help, you know, and for me, the best help is from a brother or from a sister, and we are stubborn, as humans, we're stubborn, 
we sometimes we don't want the help. We rather try to get through it on our own, and you know most of the time it doesn't work. So it's you know it's good to reach out to a brother and sister when you're going through a hard time or you need advice or anything. And I kind of thought to myself, you know, it actually makes a lot of sense because when that person helps you couple of months, years down the line, that person want to do the same for you. So it's kind of like, it's an ongoing process. And I know when we help someone, we don't look for anything in return. But us being humans, we want to help that other person. We want to, kind of, we want to give it back. And uh, yeah, so I would encourage people to, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if there's an obstacle in your path, you need help, so bring your brother and sister, speak to them. It's what they're there for, it's what we're all here for, to look after each other. And the next scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 and 13. First Corinthians 12, 14. <coughs> All right. Yeah. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they are from one body. So it is with Christ. You know, I've learned in my Christian walk at the very start when I became a believer, you can't do it on your own. You know, you need the body, you need to function as a unit. You know, going out there on your own as a Christian, you know, um, for me, you're opening yourself for attack. You know, going out preach on your own, um, trying to take on Taking on the world by yourself. It's not gonna work. We're stronger as a unit and you know we work better as a unit. And uh, you know it's like it's like your it's like your body yourself, your eyes you can't see without them. You can't use your arms, you can't feel things without them, you can't walk without your legs. Every everyone has a everyone has a purpose in the body. We all have a purpose in, in the church and you know God gives us each and every one of us a special gift to be used in the church, to build each other up, to um, to help one another. And there's many there's, there's there's many things in the church that all of us have. And I would encourage you to, you know, ask God, what's your purpose in the church? What's your gift? because each one of us has a special, unique gift that God has given us to help one another in the church. And the next point I'm going to move on to is stepping out of faith. Now we all know that's daunting. You know, that's, that's, it's scary. It's very scary, stepping out of faith. But um, I picked a few people out of the Bible that demonstrate faith and um, there's many people but I've only picked a handful um, 
the fourth one I picked, and we all know this one is Peter walking on water. Now for that, for that one moment, the faith that Peter had that he trusted Jesus to step out of the boat and to walk on water. But as we all, you know, we all fall down after that. We get scared, you know, Paul sunk. But the point of it is, is the faith that Peter had in Jesus, that he believed he could walk on the water. And he believed in Jesus and he walked on the water. The second person is Elijah calling the fire down from heaven. This one's brilliant and I thought Elijah was very bold doing this, but, you know, it was brilliant. Um, the very fact that, you know, we asked the, the unbelievers that used the false gods to, uh, you know, jump around, call on that, that false god and, you know, made them do it, made them shout louder. And they were shouting louder and nothing was happening. But then, you know, Elijah said, right, it's my turn. <laughs> so you can imagine God, Elijah, sorry, getting the people to put the sacrifice down, making a hole around the sacrifice, putting only one water down, but two jugs of water down. And he had so much faith that God could do this. He asked God, call fire down from heaven, and you know, even the water was evaporated. So I can only imagine all the people on the other side, you know, legging it. Um, <laughs> if you all know this person, Moses, you know, you can write a book on Moses, the amount of times he used faith. There's a lot about Moses stepping out in faith. The fourth one is going to the Pharaoh. Now you can imagine that, can you imagine God turning around to anyone and said, right, go to President Biden. Sit and stand in front of him and tell him to release me people. Now like, the Pharaoh, there's a lot of guts to go, like back then, you know, people were different. If you spoke to the Pharaoh differently, he'll kill you. You know, this man, Egypt was one of the biggest nations in the world back then, you know, and for, Moses, who couldn't really speak, and Aaron went up to this Pharaoh and they trusted God, that God was with them, then asked Pharaoh to release his people. Then you had the seven plagues. I was going to take into the seven plagues, and you know, I know, uh, I know God does the seven plagues, was. It's the, it's, to me, it's the, it's the fact that Moses, you know, puts his rod up and his hand and, you know, he believed God could do this. God said he was going to do it. Moses believed he was going to do it. And the best one, for example, in the whole of stepping out of faith is the parting of the sea. And you can imagine you're running from an army. And back then, the Egyptian army was huge. Chariots, um, archers, infantry, you name it, they had it, and you're stuck. There's the Dead Sea in front of you. So you can imagine you have a choice. You have fear. Back there is an army that's coming at you and they're going to kill you. And in front of you, there's a water. And there literally there's nowhere to go. So Moses trust, trusted the Lord and, parted, and called on God to part the seas. And that's exactly what happened. His faith 
that God will do this. Save them. And I can only imagine how Moses felt at that time. You know, because if there was a huge army running after me, I'll, I would be afraid. And uh, then again, the last example in the desert. You know, there's many things happening in the desert. The, the manna bread, the, when the Israelites were thirsty, they complained. Moses, why did, why did you bring us out here to die? They, did, they had no faith in God, but Moses did. And because of Moses' faith, the water came out of the stone. And that's amazing. So Moses, Moses stepped out of faith a lot. The next is a well-known person. We know this person. David, you know, this is a 16-year-old kid. You know, he looked after sheep, but he loved God. And God knew his heart, and he was God's chosen to be king over Israel. And we all know the story of David and Goliath. <coughs> Excuse me. So you can imagine... So you can imagine that day with David and Goliath. You have the Palestinians on one side, you have... The Israelites on the other side. And it was like a canyon, and there's only one way down, which is down. So, whoever attacked first, they were going to lose because whoever, everyone knows if you fight uphill, you're exhausted before you even get up there. And back then, in them times, instead of a whole army fighting each other, the two best fighters would stand up and battle it out between each other. And whoever would win, wins the battle without any loss of men bar themselves and uh, you can imagine all the Israelites these were like, these were men who'd been fighting for years trained all their lives and they were afraid of Goliath and no one would put their hand up to stand out and take on Goliath but this 16 year old boy did and that was David with three stones three little pedals and a slingshot and nothing else because we know the king's armor wouldn't fit him but he didn't need it because he had God's armor and he killed he killed Goliath with one shot between the eyes and that was some shot I have to say that was like of all places in between the eyes and then um, as we know uh, David went on to be king and he followed the Lord and you know just like David just like ourselves you know there was some moments in his life that he that he fell, but he picked himself up and he continued with his walk. And our David came Solomon, you know, and the wisest man probably about to walk the earth. And uh, another one, Abraham, walking into the promised land. Um, his willingness to sacrifice his son. God asked him to. You can imagine God asking you to sacrifice your son. But we all know God, that wasn't God's purpose. He wanted to see Abraham's fate. Would he actually do it? And he was about to do it, but he was told to stop. And then, thank God there was a little lamb there. And, uh, but yeah. And then another one that God, God's promised to Abraham, his seed, you know, when we believe in Christ, we're Abraham to see it. And what gives me peace of mind about the world that we're in today, 
Could you imagine all of us going out and trying to count every grain of sand on every beach in the world? Or even trying to count every star in the sky? It's impossible. So it kind of gives it an idea of a number, an impossible number that would be in heaven. And we have Noah. He was asked to, to build the ark. Um, and while he built the ark, people laughed at him. He mocked him. And, you know, he stayed strong. He trusted in the Lord. And he went on to build the ark. And the flood came. And it's kind of like what happens to us today. When we're in Christ, you know, when we preach the gospel or when we talk about Jesus, we're mocked. People laugh at us and people think we're crazy. You know, and to me, they're the crazy ones. It's simple. Um, so the last scripture is, you all know the scripture, Ephesians 2.8. And for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not, not from yourselves. It's the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. You know, the gift, someone gives you a gift, you can't take it back. You can't take it back, it's a gift. You know, and God offers us that gift by believing in His Son, His one and only Son. And it's by God's grace that we're saved. You know, we, we don't earn it, we can't, we can't do good works, we can't, all that saves us is our faith, and, and that's it, it's a gift from God, we can't work for it, and we can't boast about it, it's a free gift given by God, and the good thing about that is that when someone gives you a gift, you can't take it back, so amen to that. Um, so stepping out in faith, it is, it's a hard thing to step out in faith. But stepping out in faith, you know, you're truly blessed. The more you step out in faith, the more your foundation, the more you build your foundation in Christ, you get, you're more strengthened. You know, you're stepping, like, you're showing your faith in Christ by stepping out. And it is one of the most hardest things you can do. Or encourage everyone if you get if any of you get a chance to step out on faith, take it. You know, I'm up here. I'm scared. But I just want to step out on faith and just honour God and you know and it really does just strengthen you. It really strengthens you. And your foundation in Christ it grows. It's a building process. So I would I would encourage everyone to step out on faith. God is with us every step of the way. And if we fall, he will pick us up. And he will guide us in his will in our lives. That's definitely one thing. The next one is helping. Helping one another. Um, and the fourth scripture I'm going to go to is Romans 15, 1, 2. 1, 2, 15. Yeah. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and, and not to please ourselves. 
each of us should please his neighbour for his good to build them up. Helping those who are weak in faith. The danger of being weak in faith, you know, for new, for new believers, and it can happen to any of us, you know, we can all have a spell where our faith drops. That's why those who are strong in faith picks them up again. But for new believers being weak in faith, the danger for them is that they can turn, they can go back to the world, and we don't want them to do that. You know, so those who are strong in faith, you know, carry them, take their burdens, be strong for them, and uh, keep building them up, keep building them up, scripture, praying, and just, just being there for them. Next scripture, Hebrews 13, 16. Would you believe how old I'm going to forget to marry that one? Sorry. Fourteen, sixteen, Hebrews. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased with. And um, you know, sharing. Also, as humans, it's you know, it's hard to share. You know, even as kids, it's, it's hard to share. Um, even now, it can be hard to share. Like if you see a brother or a sister that's, you know, that needs food, that needs clothes, would you share with them? Like, would you help them out? Even if it was your last bit of bread, would you share? No, sharing is, it's, it's, it shows love and it shows that you care for your brother and you care for your sister. And, you know, we need to share with one another. And the next scripture, John fifteen twelve, probably Jesus' greatest command of all, love one another as I loved you. And I'll say that again, love one another as I have loved you. Love covers a multitude of sins and, you know, love cures anger and there's a lot of things that love does. So I encourage everyone to, you know, even when someone, you don't like what someone's doing or what someone's saying, you know, love them because Jesus loves them. We were once there and we were unbelievers. We were, we were in the world, but Jesus loved us. And now he asks all of us to love one another in the body. So Matthew 
Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Now the word borrow. I bet you that the first thing that comes to mind is money. Yeah. But it's not just money. The most precious thing for us is time. Time is precious to us. We live in a world that's, that's constantly on the go. And at the end of the day, we want airtime. We want to sit down. We want to, want to do our own thing. So time is precious. You know, when a brother or sister asks us to, you know, to borrow, doesn't mean money. You know, there's time and then there's another one, energy. That's another, another thing that we have, energy. And again, the world takes all our energy. You know, we're trying to feed our families, do our jobs, seek the Lord. But then, where's the time for your brother and sister? Whoever needs help, whoever pick up the phone to ring, give your energy to them. Fellowship. That's what it is, fellowship with one another. We do it on a Wednesday, which is great. You know, every Wednesday night, we get to pray, we get to talk, you know, we get to pray for other people, which is great. But during the weeks, do we know our brothers and sisters are, are they okay? Are they getting through their life? Are they getting through their days? Are they on your heart? I've learned when a brother and sister's on your heart to ring them, to text them, to make contact. You know, God puts it on the heart. Maybe that person is going through a struggle that all of us need to, you know, give our time to them and give our energy. And the last scripture I'm going to bring you today is Proverbs 19.17. And I've read Proverbs dozens of times and I've actually never seen this bit. I don't know how, but it popped out me during the week and I will recommend reading Proverbs. It's like, it's a book of wisdom. It's, it's amazing. Like it tells you the good and the bad, a brilliant book. He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward him for what he has done. That's cool. You know, lending to the poor, giving to the poor, you're actually lending it to the Lord. And maybe not in this life, you're not going to get your reward, but in the next life, it speaks of treasures. There's one example of treasures in heaven is, is a crown that we receive. You know, for God's good work that we've done. And that's our reward. We don't look for anything in return on this planet. If you give to someone, don't look for it in return. You don't want it back. You want to help that person, give it to them. 
And not only that, you're lending it to the Lord. Like, can't say any more to that. Um, so helping one another, it is a big part in our walk. It helps us, it builds us up, and it makes us stronger. And we can only give what God has given us. And now the big secret. Number four. Testimonies. I would challenge everyone here for the next couple of weeks for one person to stand up. To come up here and give their testimony about how God is walking in their lives. And the reason why is to encourage each and every one of us. I want to hear about God. I want to hear how God is walking in, in everyone's life. How he's changing people's lives. How he's stepping out in faith. And just get in contact with Manchi. You know, if you want to put your name forward to get up and five or ten minutes, you know, me personally, it encouraged me as well to hear how God is walking. It'll bring me joy. You know, the scripture says, in one fall, we all fall. But one has joy, we all have joy. And I, I, want, I want to hear what God is doing in people's lives. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm going to do one this morning. My own one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is just a little small one about myself and how I've changed. Boy, God. And, you know, when I look back on it, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. For me, it's amazing. So, some of you may know, I suffer from anxiety, and I have it for years. And, but by God's grace, I'm being changed every day. There was a stage in my life, you know, I wouldn't pick up a phone. I wouldn't answer the door. I wouldn't go to places with gatherings with many people. I wouldn't even speak to people. It'll take, it'll have to take you a long time. Well, it'll have to take me a long time to get to know you before I even say a word. Um, if I had to go up and do something, go somewhere, I'd be so nervous to the point I'd be getting sick. But, you know, over the last, last few years, God, God has changed me. Even though my anxiety is still there, but it's controlled. That God has control on it. God has allowed me to answer the phone, to answer the door, to even have a full-blown conversation with someone that God don't even know. <clears throat> Look at me now, I'm here, I'm standing up in front of everyone. And that's something I thought I'd never do. And God is amazing. Everything is possible. Through him, he strengthens me. So praise God as he continues to change me every day. And I'll leave it. <laughs> Thank you.